following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. What's going on? What's happening? You are joining the livest, dopest hottest show on the dot-com network <laughs> hanging with the boys as you can tell our fearless leader is not with us today so your boy jay holly jumped in the seat you're looking at a live shot at the tostitos what do they call us again tostitos the field championship, championship plaza, championship plaza. Yep, yep. it's looking a little gloomy out there but right now it's 57 degrees a high of 70 today i don't know if we're gonna get there it looks a little some Not wet in some areas well, huh? little rain rain is good this time of year true and this is going to sound old manish of me, but the grass needs it. You know, get some irrigation to happen. They got the treatment down, got some seeds down. So I need a little bit of uh, a little bit of rain to happen. Um, let's start this show off this way. Yes, sir. And I would yep. be remiss if I did not do this. Thoughts and prayers with the family and friends of Miss Marilyn Love. Mm. Yes. Yeah. If yep. you... If you are affiliated in any way, shape, or form with the Cowboys, whether that is media, coaching, person, anything, you've come across and you've had to deal with, in a good way, Miss Marilyn. And if you've done anything with Jerry Jones, you know her. Yeah. You know yeah. Miss Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Yes. And whether that's you, you, Jerry's on a show, he's signing something for you, he's meeting you. So, and, and and we we lost her uh, last week, and she uh, Dion said it best. Dion in, in the quote, Dion said that uh, that Miss Marilyn for Jerry Jones is the best cover corner in the world. <laughs> and so, uh, and I'll briefly tell when I when I came here in two thousand and nine, instantly connected with Miss Marilyn, uh, and Miss Marilyn. I, I remember when I was uh, when I had surgery. I got back home. There was a fruit basket of flowers from me, from Miss Marilyn. I lived in five different cities since I've been here since '09. I've gotten a birthday card every single year from Miss Marilyn. I've never given her my address. <laughs> wow! But that's just the kind of person that that she is, and so we want to just take a moment, tease and peace to uh, Miss Marilyn. Love you. Got any stories about Miss Marilyn? Man, she used to. Um now, this is weird because she used to babysit my oldest boy, Trey, mm. Nathaniel Newton III. Really? Yeah. Every time I would get out of the car and go into the old cowboy center, I would just turn him loose, and he would find his way to Miss <laughs> Marilyn. <laughs> and Miss Marilyn uh, either come over the speaker or uh, – uh, I'll go back over there. Everything all right, Miss Marilyn? Yeah, he's being a great little kid, man. Tara Dorothy, she's doing a great job. Because, <laughs> he, hey, it, she was just like that, man. She yep, looked into this. Like you say, man, every time I would see her in the halls or anywhere, especially the last few years, how, how, was, how, was, how was Trey? How was Trey doing? Oh, that boy, that was a good baby and da-da-da. And yeah. She was just like that, man. And, you know, and my wife mentioned it the other day. I'm like, Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> we had a when I was going through my treatments and all that, mm-hmm. word got to her and she had food sent to the house like yeah. for a week and yeah. it was like you know, I have a kind of a large family, but she sent like people were pulling up with the food saying, You having a party tonight? I mean it was enough for like <laughs> yeah. fifty people. But, right, right. And but she was just a wonderful lady. And then, you know, the working with her with interviews and things like that, she was always so sweet. It was yeah. definitely be missed. She yeah. will definitely uh be missed and um you just don't have people like her left in the world there yeah, are some yeah. good people out yeah. there but 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 people like miss Marilyn, who is just selfless and has the heart as big as the star uh mm-hmm. and i know i know we we get on mr jones jerry a lot we're on them front office move stuff like that this is one of those things that that hurts you, you jerry can stand in front of all the media he wants when you lose somebody like that that you had by your side every waking moment basically for 40 yeah. years, that, that that's that's like almost, you know, that's wife-level, husband-level type <laughs> relationship, you know, because she handles everything. And uh, and so, you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're praying for her family and we're praying for the Jones. All right. Now that we got that stuff um You got people discussed. fired up. Yes. People I, I want to jump right into it. Uh, I, I they're, jump, they're waiting. People I want to jump like, right into it. They want to know if you're coming with that fire today. Of course. And I, I, I told them, <laughs> it, it, it's a horny baboon's butt pink. If you want to know if I'm coming with that fire, ask that, answer that question. Oh, my goodness. This dude sit up and practices in front of a mirror oh because God. you just can't come off the top of your dome <laughs> with that. This morning, I came up with that this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You no, practiced that, too. You practiced he, that. He knew he was hosting for, like, over 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, so, so he, yeah, he practiced that. He started right in the mirror. The, I need my the, team the, to support me. I don't need I don't need the negativity today. I need my team to support me. We support you, baboon man. We are. All right, so I get it. Everyone has looked across the landscape, and the Cowboys have done kind of the opposite of what everyone has wanted the Cowboys to do. And you've you've heard talks of this player being let go, this player not getting paid, so on and so forth, and you start now starting to see the the, the chips falling. Uh, Most recently, Amari Cooper was traded, excuse me, to the Cleveland Browns for – a, a, couple bo- a couple bottles of water. Pick, yeah. uh, you know, swapping of the six-round picks yeah. and, you know, the, the man they pick up a lot of his contract uh, this year. Amari and, for a fifth. Amari for a fifth. And, and one of the things that I've been saying and I've been texting you guys privately, uh, and I've said it on Twitter, is the Cowboys are setting the table. Mm. The Cowboys are setting the table. And they'll never come out publicly and say it. But when you look at how this thing is playing out, and uh, it, it, it looks more like Steven is getting more and more inserted into that driver's seat where he's making a lot of decisions uh, opposed to what kind of how Jerry did things. And this team hasn't always been a big free agent team. It hasn't been a big team that's going to go out and sign major free agents. This is not how, they, how they've done mm-hmm. work. But they normally try their best to keep their star players. Yeah. And now you see Amari Cooper who – I regard as one of the best route runners in the National Football League. Um, you, you'll hear the talks now of Tank Lawrence might – he was already asked for to take a pay cut, and he said no. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. And we'll get more into that later on in the show. Um, Lyle Collins have been given permission to go out and search a trade. Yeah. 
So you start looking around the table and, and you see, okay, we signed you know, Michael Gallup, which basically, it's a five-year, $62 million deal, but it's basically, it's basically a two-year, $27 million deal. Like if we're talking about just the raw numbers of it, it's $27 million guaranteed over the first two years. And after that, there's no more kind of uh, uh, guaranteed money or stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's basically a two-year deal, $27 million. They'll probably go back and fix that later on if he's – Playing oh, above that. That's when CD's contract will be due, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> so when I say that the Cowboys have begun to set the table, I'm going to start with my boy first. This thing is becoming what they call an organic tank. Organic tank, okay. Where if I just stop giving you pieces... Yeah. You won't be able to compete at the highest level. Game that you should win, you might ski, you know, skeet out a game, but you might lose it as well. All right. I'm getting rid of some of these heavy contracts. We know that the cap number will go up even higher next year. Yeah. You'll now be able to do something with the kind of unmanageable salary of your boy. Ezekiel Elliott, next year. Yeah. You got a team-friendly kind of deal with Amari still, not Amari, CD still being on the rookie contract. Michael Gallup, you hope, will be able to play through, in, you know, it's taking about a year or so to get over that ACL injury. If you, if you get rid of Tank, now you open up some more money there. For 2023. For 2023. 2024, yeah, yeah. Lyle has no more guaranteed money due to suspension. <clears throat> Did they vote? Yeah, because they voted. Yeah, they voted that. Yeah. So he has. Yeah. That's why they asking you. You want to trade by? So this team is setting the table for Sean Payton. Think so, huh? This team mm. is setting the table because what they're going to do is they're going to give Sean Payton because Just building are, for twenty twenty three. We already know that this team. If it doesn't win a Super Bowl or at least get to a Super Bowl, Mike McCarthy doesn't have a chance to be here next year. They were talking about trying to get rid of him this year. So imagine going into next year and you don't get to an NFC Championship game or a Super Bowl game. You're basically, you've basically said, sorry, my guy. And then now, on top of that, Kellen Moore, you're going to have to show him proof. You're going to have to show him proof or your experiment is now over because I I can bet my I will bet any amount of money. The moment you hire Sean Payton, there will be no Kellen Moore <laughs> offensive coordinate nothing. Mm-hmm. Only thing he'll be coordinating is is where the is where the moving trucks <laughs> will park on his block. Sean Payton ain't giving that power up. And I think when he comes in, the Joneses are gonna kind of do a la what they did with Bill Parcells. Allow him to come in. Because Sean Payton is at a position where he can call those shots. He can come in and says, listen, if you guys want me to come, I'm going to need a little bit of I'm gonna need a bit of control. I ain't trying to say I need to be the GM, but I need to pick the guys that I want. And this has been a love affair for the Joneses, particularly Jerry Jones, for a long time. Yeah. And now that he is, quote, unquote, available or will be available or however that thing shakes out, when Sean Payton comes in, He's coming in with the he he ain't he ain't coming in 
to reload or to regroup. He coming in, guns are blazing. So they're clearing some cap. They're giving him money in 2023 that he'll be able to go to the grocery store, buy the groceries, so that he can be the ultimate chef when he gets to cook things up in 2023 and beyond. You're not painting a very positive picture for 2022 here. Are we, are we in trouble? 2022 is over. <laughs> oh, wow. Because can you can you just write this down right quick, like? Sure. I, you know, just just write it down, you know, in your abbreviated uh, way you do things, being an editor and everything. No offensive line. Uh-huh. No wide receivers because Gallup is not going to start the whole year next year. Right. Amari is gone. You have C.D. Lamb, and they hope to re-sign the other kid. And it's looking like Cedric Wilson won't come back either. Right. Like the yeah. market may say something different. Yeah. yeah. Now you have a tight A tight end. Yeah. That is a decent pass catch catcher and can't a block. blocker. Can't block. <laughs> right. You have no, no as of right now no proven defensive ends. As of right now no. Because <clears throat> You're not if you don't work out nothing with D-Law, he don't care. Not at this point. Uh-oh. He wants his money. Gregory, you know, everybody's going with the hometown. But Gregory said, well, okay, I'm this, I'm this age. It may not be another. So I may can't give a hometown. Maybe he will. I'm not saying he won't. There's word this morning that Denver's getting ready to make him a big offer. Right. Gregory. So now, and I talked to Kyle Yeomans this morning, and how do you – you can't draft a sign top-notch free agents because you're getting rid of guys so you can be under the cap. So You currently only have one linebacker. That's it. The rest yeah. doesn't have a, he doesn't have a contract. So all you have now is some corners, a linebacker, a half-edge rusher, and no proven run stoppers. Mm. And Javon uh-huh. Kurse hasn't been signed yet. Yeah, He's still out there. So, so, you know, I'm not going to go to the depths that Jesse going yeah, to. Why not? Why not? Uh, no, uh, the, re- the, the, reason, why not? the reason because uh, sometimes things that look creamy and nice ain't always that way. Uh, as, much as, I, as much as I love Sean Payton, because one thing I've always respected about Coach Payton, one thing I've always respected, check his O-line history. He refuses to put a quarterback out there without an O-line. Check that his O-line history, check it. It's always been sweet. But see, I think they I think they have no choice but to address O-line in this draft. Yeah. Because when you look across, if you let Lyle go, if you know Tyron's gonna miss three, three or four games. Right. So they're gonna address O-line in the draft. They're gonna address that in the draft. One hundred percent. Multiple, both interior and Tackle with that hope. You so, sure? But there's only so much that you can, you can, you know, you, Amari didn't yield back a second or third round pick, you know. Yeah. When you start talking about fifth and sixth round picks, that ain't, that, that, those guys, they can make their way up, but the likelihood of them helping your team, and then you take that rookie class, it takes some time, it takes some acclimation to get going as a rookie. Yeah. So I just look at when 2022, I look at this team being in such influx. Where a lot of pieces are missing, pieces are trying to grow. Um, you're still trying to figure out what quarterback's coming back, and this is just me, and I'm not I'm not piling on. 
But if Kellen Moore struggled to have a successful and explosive offense with weapons, yeah, with yeah. Amari, with CD, with uh, uh, Gallup, with Pollard, with Ezekiel, with Lyell and Steele and the, the, the Butcher and, and, and Tyron yeah. and, wow. and all those guys, <clears throat> what is he going to do when, it, when he does have them? <laughs> oh, man. I'll I tell you like this here, fellas. I, you uh, know? This, this year, this year cannot be ignored. And you need players. And middle-of-the-road middle players are great when you have two or three stars on offense, two or three stars on defense. And you have above-average offensive line and a great defensive line. Then you can go with the middle-of-the-road players. Yeah. But middle-of-the-road players are your starting players. It's not going to work. We've been down this road before, just offensively, when when they decided to release Des Bryant. This this is why we had Amari Cooper come in in the first place. Yeah, Because we thought, you know, oh, receiver by committee, we could do it. And, and, and this is no shot at Dak. Dak is who he is. But Dak isn't the quarterback that's going to that's going to make the average guys around him play above average. He, like, he's not that – like, we always reference back to, like, Aaron Rodgers and those type of guys because they – We've seen Aaron Rodgers. I've seen Aaron Rodgers go out there and win 10, 11, 12 games, playoff games with Ty Montgomery as his starting running back. Yeah. You know, and 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 having a Randall Cobb and some other guys, a young Devontae Adams, not mm-hmm. not 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 Devontae Adams right. now, yeah. a young Devontae Adams, yeah. and, and you know, having to make things happen with less than. We just, he's not that guy. Like He's not that guy that's looking to say, oh, if you give me less, I can make more. He's the guy that says, if you give me more, I can work with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So are, it, we, are you saying, I guess we're saying the window has closed. Or this, is this closed. In a, kind of a rebuild in some ways? Some people don't want to use the word rebuild. Some people say it's a reload. Reload, yeah. Reload to what? But you it, can't it's, get it's, 25 players. It's a reload to that now that when Sean Payton comes next year, once we fire some guys and Sean Payton comes, that Sean Payton has a little bit of the card to work he with. He has the cap space. He too. has the cap space. He may have some draft capital. He has some positions to fill so that he can put together the team that he feels and deems can go out there and be successful and not have to kind of clean house with other people's old rosters and so on and so forth. You know, you can't you can't find all those players, but what you try to do is try to you try to I think a conversation has been had with Sean Payton and it's kind of like, what do you need? Hmm. What, what do you what do you if you were, we're not saying that you were, but if you were to be our head coach, what would yeah. you need? And I think the first thing is is that I need to be able to control the guys that I bring in and don't bring in and the, the team that I build. But see, Jasper, I, I, lo- I love how you're talking and, you know, and the wishing well is is deep and plentiful. But what if they don't get shot? Then they got the, <laughs> they, and that's a, it's a great point. Yeah, what if they don't get shot? It's a great point. It's a reason why Jerry said what he said this year as well. Because if, if I can't get Sean, then I'm going to fall right back on to my boy DQ. Who's yeah. already in the building? In here. Yeah. So and still, I'm still going to give the next guy cap space, flexibility, roster space to so, go out there and sign who they have to sign. So why wouldn't they start now? Why wait a year under a uh, 
you know, dead man walking to McCarthy, why not just cut bait and start it now? With Mike? Yeah. Why not? If you're gonna if you're gonna bring in Peyton or Quinn or whoever, why not start that process right? If, you know, if you're you're starting to you're trying to open a new window now. I think Sean Payton does want that year off. I think he wants a year off to go whether it's go do TV or relax or just refresh or whatever it is. Um, I think he does want that year off, and I think the Cowboys at times, you know, look at hiring Mike McCarthy and 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 saying there's a, there's a level of you want to you you want to make sure you're right. You don't you don't want egg on your face with this situation because now you you know you hired Mike McCarthy and you thought that he was going to be able to bring you to a place of success, but and I and, I, and I'm sure he thought the same thing. Yeah. And then he gets here and he realizes things aren't what they what I thought they were going to be. I don't care how much film you watch. You you don't you realize just the kind of machine that the Cowboys are. Yeah. And and you have to adapt to that. You have to adapt to your GM and your your owner having radio shows throughout the week. You have to adapt to the constant media attention throughout the week, the months, the years. You have to adapt that every little thing that happens to your football team will be magnified times 10. You have to adapt to the fact that you're going to be the A block on every single one of these three-letter, four-letter word shows throughout the week. And, and, And you have to deal with certain things that you may not have had to deal with before. See, all that stuff... You you don't find you you don't find that out in your interview process. You don't find that out from a, from afar. You don't find that out from watching film until you are in the middle of the storm. That's when you find out just how violently this storm can be <laughs> on trying to yeah. be the the controlling figure of a football team. Yeah. So, so that does that does everything by committee. That does everything by committee. What do you mean? Well, you 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 draft players by committee. You you uh, set up the game plans, and not so much your game plan for the players. But I'm talking about your game plan as a as an organization by committee. You realize See, there's a lot I'm, I'm, I'm of you, hands in the kitchen. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. With Sean Payton, from what I understand, where he comes from and what he built at the Saints, it was his way. Yeah, you know, it's it's in Kansas City. It's the head coach way. Carroll, that's why your boy's sitting in Denver, because Carroll had enough. You see what I'm saying? In right. Seattle, bye. See, everybody, you don't come to Dallas and get to say hi and bye to whoever you want. It's who, he's like, who, somebody be going gonna to bring a few girls in the room that you may not know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but but I think you look at Sean, and he comes from that Bill Parcells tree, and yeah. and he can make that phone call to Bill, and they can they understand what they had to deal with with Bill and realize it's probably going to be the same thing that we had to deal with with Sean, and maybe we can kind of you know bite our tongues a little bit and give Sean a little so bit So what we power. supposed to do, go to yeah. sleep for a year, Jesse? No, nah, just try to just try to find a way to enjoy uh, the season four year. But we're going to take our first break. <laughs> yeah, of, let's take uh, the red pill. I feel like uh, what's that movie with Matrix? Lord, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll take our first break right here. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about the Gary Cooper trade. We'll talk a little bit more about the Michael Gallup trade. Is Michael Gallup a number one receiver? Mm. Is he the guy that you can say, "Hey, we're coming to you, buddy. Make a play for us." Mm. So stay with us right here on Hang With The Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. 
You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on Hanging with the Boys. And uh, Hanging with the Boys, you know we can't do this without the great fan support, but we can't do it without the great money support. (laughs) Uh, And uh, this hour is brought to you by Wingstop or presented to you by Wingstop. Wingstop, where flavor gets is wings. Don't sell me those thighs, but give me those wings, baby. Give me those wings. All right, so mm. now we moved on from the Cowboys setting the team, setting the table for Just Sean Payton in twenty twenty. Depressed everybody. Not me. I, I am <laughs> I am the voice of reason. Until I see him, then I ain't gonna worry about it. I, I am here to keep it real with y'all as, as best I see it. Now, I could be wrong, but what I could Mc, be. What if McCarthy be. has a lesser roster and a tougher schedule and meet, reaches the playoffs? We've done that. Been there, done that. Yeah, still not, like not he gonna has, matter. No. He, and now, if he takes a lesser roster and a tougher schedule and gets to the NFC Championship game, now things get a little freaky. Yeah, yeah. I like freaky. I like <laughs> I like a little I like a little freaky. They know me down there as freaky just at the trailer park. So <laughs> if it gets to that point, then then we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys released Amari Cooper. Uh, Coop was due twenty million dollars this season. They traded him. Not traded. Really. I'm sorry, traded yeah. him. Excuse right. me, traded him to to Cleveland. He was due $20 million this year. I guess the Cowboys saw, like, nah, bro, we're not paying you that, whatever it's going to be. They re signed Michael Gallup, five years, $62 million deal. Yeah. It basically yeah, works out right. to a two year, $27 million deal. But now, when you look at what the Cowboys are offensively, this is always tried to be an explosive offense, right? Last year, the, the term was, we're going to aggressively take what the defense gives us. And Life is much easier and much manageable when you have a legit true number one, which I think Amari Cooper is. But now that he is gone, you 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 lucked up a couple years ago in the draft and CeeDee Lamb fell to you at 17, something that like that. Sounds right, yeah. Around 17. 
and you took him. And I get it. I understand it. He falls that. This is a guy who's supposed to be a top 10 pick, fall to 17, probably wasn't the highest on your board at that particular pick, but you said, can't pass, can't miss talent. You slapped 88 on him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He didn't even want he 88. He didn't want it, yeah. He didn't even want 88. You slapped 88 on him. And we all know that there's a legacy that goes along with, you know, wearing the 88s, the double eights. And then you partner with Omari and you partner with Michael Gallup, who was a deep threat for your team. Now you're you're down Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup has a new deal, who's coming off a injury that usually takes about a year to kind of fully yeah. recover from. All eyes are looking at CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup last year, the time that he played, he was the most, he was the second most um kind of on the single receiver side. So basically he was the X receiver. And in the in the the way that we learned the game, Nate, was the X receiver was your best receiver. Right. Lined up on the ball and was the guy. League has changed. You know, it's more of a slot game now. Your best receiver a lot of times will play in the slot, play all around. Um, is Michael Gallup in the current state, now he'll be back in July, August from the ACL injury, I guess. Well, they're not sure he'll be back for training camp or even the start of the season. Tell me. Is this a guy that you're looking at and say that Michael Gallup can be? And I got into a little, I, I, didn't, I didn't get into it, but one of my friends and former Cowboys, Philip Tanner. Yeah, I was going to ask you who about that. Who was teammates and worked here. Uh, teammates of mine and worked here uh, when Michael Gallup first got here. He is a starch believer that Michael Gallup is a legit number one wide receiver. I want to know what do you guys think? And if he is a number one and he and he becomes the number one, what does that say about CeeDee Lamb? Hmm. I, I think I mean, I don't think we've seen him yet be that number one talent. Maybe he hadn't had the opportunity. Maybe that's part of it. But I think you drafted C.D. Lamb 17th overall. He as a, You want him to be your number one, I would think. So, I don't know. Maybe it's it's they're trying to set up, you know, 1A, 1B, kind of like they were hoping to do with Cooper and, and Lamb or Cooper and Gallup as well. So, um, but he's injured. And you don't know what, and he was injured before that. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get out of Gallup. I don't even see why we're talking about it. We got it. He's a cowboy. Yeah, but that don't mean you have to talk about him. We, we ain't talking about the left guard or the center. They're more important right now than those guys because they're they're physically able to play. Ceedee Lamb has to has to rise up, and you have to in order to become a number one, you have to have the opportunity to show that you are a number one, or not a number one. You have to give these guys. We knew Amari coming from uh, the Raiders, who he was, what his potential was. We don't know what uh, C.D. Lamb and Gallup's potential is. And is the offensive coordinator, head coach, going to give him these opportunities? Because if you get the opportunities, then you can prove. You know, I remember three, four years ago when uh, – the quarterback of the uh, Green Bay Packers was talking about Devontae Adams. He said, man, I got a young receiver I really, really like. I need him on the field. Mm-hmm. And now every time he touched the field, he he changed the play and made sure this guy got the ball so he could become 
uh, have that opportunity to be a number one. Will we give either one of these guys, Gallup or C.D. Lamb, an opportunity to be, are we going to aggressively go somewhere else? See, (laughs) you can't have it both ways. And I I keep telling people, I never had a problem with Dez uh, wanting the ball. I just had a problem with him learning coverages and routes. Uh Uh-huh. Never with him wanting the ball. Yeah. And see, everybody think that's so cool to run around and a guy don't want the ball or the guy don't seem to want the ball. Well, we don't lost that guy. Are you going to give these next two guys the opportunity to see if they're number ones? We don't know because they've never had the opportunity. And for the last three years, we've not given nobody that opportunity. Yeah. Did you see that tweet from, I think, R.J. Ochoa? It said that uh, – Cooper was here, what, three years or whatever, and he was targeted 10 or more times in a game, 14 times. This last year, Cooper Cup was targeted 14 times in one season. So Cooper Cooper Cup or Cooper Amari Cooper? No, Cooper Cup. Oh, Overall, gotcha. Amari Cooper was targeted 14 times, more than targeted 10 or more times in 14 games gotcha. over the last, like, three and a half seasons he was here. Cup was targeted 14 times just last season alone. So yeah. they – Basically saying they're getting the ball in their playmakers' hands, where our guys. And I, I also saw a, a stat when you talk about um, the win rate. And again, I'm, I don't get all to analytics and all that kind of stuff, but it talked about. And most people would say Devonte Adams is probably the best up there as the best receiver in the, in the league. And they said that the win rate of getting open that Amari Cooper got open just as much, equal to the amount of times. Devontae Adams was open. Getting yeah. just pure getting open. Running around and get open. Is he open? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and one guy is a hundred and twenty-something catch guy, over a hundred catch guy, and 14, 15, 600 yards, you know, t- uh, yards guy and multiple touchdowns. The other guy. Yeah. 63 catches, but, 800 but, but yards. All that's good touchdowns. and well. And I agree with you, and it sounds good on this show. But still, all we left with now is two guys. One is coming off injury that may not play into the sixth or seventh game of the year. And then when he plays, we got to be weary that we don't overwork him so he don't re-tear up something else. Because normally when you come back and you rush, you wind up blowing something else up. Mm -hmm. So you got to be real careful with this guy. You know, I don't care, you know, and we have the best over there. We have the best trainers, best staff, and they even know you got to be careful. So you're going to miss most of next year with with Gallup. Are you going to give C.D. Lamb and whatever else receivers those opportunities to prove who they are? You got to give guys the opportunity to prove who they are. Now let me ask you this question. From a quarterback perspective, how does Dak feel about that? Well, I would hope they ran it by him. You know, I'm not saying he's part of the decision process, but I think he would be part of the. You know what? You know. You know what? I'm gonna give you the analogy of what how Dak feel about it. Is you and your wife in the in the in the um in the living room? And your wife says, "Oh, sweetie, we're with kid," and you and you, y'all be talking about it, and then your other kid walk in and say, "What? Oh, you're gonna have a brother or sister?" And the kids say, "What do? Wow." When were y'all going to tell me? Did I have? Do I have a decision? <laughs> oh yeah, you have a decision. Okay. No, you ain't got nothing to do with it. Nothing that. to do with no, it. No, Mari. I mean, Dak ain't got nothing to do with. Really? It. You think if, if Dak had stood on the table and said, "We got to keep it, Mari," you don't think it matters? 
And they would sit on the TV and say, on the table and say, you're going to give up half of that 40 mil to this 20 mil. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that. But, but, but what is that, where does that take Dak as far as mentally? Right? Because you're saying to yourself, man, we struggled the second half of the year trying to generate offense with all of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Where does that now take? Because 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 Gallup got hurt the last game of the season. Or was that playoff game? What, what game? It was a home uh, game. It was just like second or last something like it was towards the end. So of the it, you know, if Dak is saying, "Man, you know, I would love to run it back with you guys," or you know, we we didn't have a really good second half of the year. Yeah. And I had three fully healthy guys. Now I'm out one, and the other's coming off an ACL. Yeah. Where 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 you think he sits at? And the mental part of it of saying, I, I got to make this work. Yeah, well then Matt, I would think he'd be a little frustrated then, right? Or he's probably saying, get me a receiver in the draft, which does that now change some of their philosophy there? But we, where do you get this? Where do you get this? And, and receivers. You got to understand. You see, I love, Jess, I love how you just focal. And you're a wide receiver. But you got about 20 guys over there saying, it, it was an offensive line problem. Hmm. I'm serious. You got guys were saying, oh, man, if the offensive line would have played better, it don't matter who the receiver is. We could have made things happen. Um, but, so, we, but we saw that story when the offensive line wasn't. When you had uh, uh, Travis Frederick, when you had uh, – who went out with the uh, gear uh, – the, the, the center. That was Travis Frederick. Yeah, Frederick. Yeah, yeah, Frederick. You had uh, – The butcher. Uh, the butcher. butcher. You yeah. had the left tackle. The left tackle. You, you had some pieces you in there. You had yeah. Yeah. And then you had right receiver by yeah. committee. Yeah. And it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. The bottom line is this right here. Dak controls what he does, and that's on the field, his work habits, being with guys around him. He's good at that. They're not coming to Dak. When it's time to make some make some moves on some players, the money, if 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 it's a two mil here, five mil here, hey Dak, who you like? Oh, I like I like Dana, I like Jesse, I like Kurt. But it's twenty mil. We doing what we got to do, Dak. This is what we got to do, son. Yeah. That they kind of telling them, you know, yeah, yeah, sisters, you know, sister girl pregnant. And we doing what we got to do. <laughs> That's now, our idea. Does this become an indictment on Dak Prescott next year if this offense isn't a prolific offense? If, this, if they're not well, winning he'll games, t- he'll take Brunt some blame. I'm sure. I mean, if we're gonna kick McCarthy out the door and Kellen Moore for not having a good team around him, then you got to think Dak's gonna take some criticism too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But it, I'm telling you, 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 this thing is this thing is big. Because I can go get four or five guys sit right there and say, man, if the offensive line would have played better, or you would have saw it. But me and you know, I believe this. You can have an above-average offensive line, and Coach Fieldman did not, I feel, and this Nate, I, don't, I haven't been over there, I haven't asked anybody, but I feel that you didn't fight enough to have some runs in there. Because your offensive line had to back up, back up, and after a while, it backed up to the point where it just it, it was beat down, mm-hmm. and and they had no recourse. And when you tried to run the ball, it was terrible because you never did it enough early enough to give them a chance to do their manhood. And I ain't saying they ain't men. Don't don't take, but you can't get beat up, beat up, beat up, 
you know, and Coach Philman for the great job he did two years ago, I don't think that he fought hard enough for these guys this year. I mean, Connor, we, our left guard, okay, yeah, he ain't great. But what we saw last year compared to the year before, that was terrible. As the year went on, he got worse, worse, and worse. And, and that kid still, he has a, he's a, he's an average offensive lineman. He wasn't even that the last two or three games. That, that's coaching, man. Hmm. That's coaching. You helped him lose his confidence. Hmm. So knowing that the offensive line needs work, again, is it a problem now that a lot of people are saying, well, you got to focus, you need a wide receiver in the draft now. You got to go after them. If and- you go out and get a wide receiver, that means you have told me that there was no offensive lineman in the first round. And if there's no offensive lineman in the first round, do not move up to get now. Don't do that's the worst thing you can do. Move up for a sorry offensive lineman. That will hunt <laughs> you for a lot of years. So if they're not there, I'm good with that. But if it's someone in the second round or the third round, you get you 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 draft because I am telling you, I saw it with Tony Romo. You paid him. And you never fully went and got an offensive line until he was broke. And when he was broke, you got an offensive line and Hickram Dak to pounce on the situation and Zeke. Don't do that. If you're going to let Dak get broke and then you say, oh, we better hurry up and get an offensive line two years from now, it's over. Hmm. It's over. Agree? Disagree? No, I, I, I agree with you. A wide receiver is not going – a wide receiver in the draft right now – it's not going to do Dallas any good. I, that's just my belief. Hmm. Because C.D. Lamb failed us, but the reason C.D. Lamb truly matured as quick as he did because he had Gallup and he had this other beast out there to the right. Yeah. If this kid would have had to come in by himself, like a lot of first-round picks have to do, come in because you are fixing a major problem. You think, he, you think the liberty he do know? Because remember, we talked about it all during the offseason, how they all worked together at Dak's 50-yard deal. Mm-hmm. Do you think C.D. Lamb would have been exposed without these two other guys? I don't think so. I, I, I really don't. No, I, I definitely do thinking having that veteran leadership. Yes. Um, it helps you out significantly to have yeah. a guy in a room who's done it, who's been a high draft pick, who's been around the league for a while, and now is able to come in and kind of give you the ropes of what's happening and what's going on. The same thing with Michael Gallup. He was, he had been here for a little while. So just having that. And then the pressure is for him, it's I have these two studs on the outside of me. I can kind of go do my own thing yes. and don't forget about yeah. me because they don't really know me. And I can I can go and, and ball out. How big of an uh, adjustment is that just mentally going from a number three, number two, up to a number one? Taking on that role. It won't be hard for just me talking. Just me. C.D. Lamb have seen it. He's experienced a little bit of it. He did it a little bit in training camp. And the great thing about it, he did it all during last training camp. And then we had that little clip when Amari finally came back. He over there still learning. Because Amari shook that dude. Remember? Mm-hmm. Amari yeah. said, this is how yeah. I did it. This is how I set this up. So he, he, he has the knowledge. Now will he put in the work? It's not only that, it's a different beast when when you're circled. When when they go into the when the DBs go into the meeting and the defense kind of go into the meeting room and they say, hey, we gotta stop this person. Because a lot of times you have to with the way our offense was set up, you kind of almost had to pick your poison right. and say, hey, we're gonna really stop him. We're gonna try to contain him and we're gonna do our best with him. But now when when you when you become 
the centered focus focus point, that makes – now you get Jalen Ramsey. Now you get uh, C.J. Jackson. Now you get A.J. Terrell. You you get yeah you get Xavier Howard you that that's the guy that you get now yeah you you don't you don't get you don't get the guy that's behind the guy or the guy behind the guy behind <laughs> the guy no more you don't get that guy you get the guy who is the guy right and they're saying and, and, and will you win some sure but to have that everyday matchup and then sometimes have that everyday matchup that every every game down down matchup and then have that safety over top too. You have to have a t- and that's the thing is just you have to have a level of route running ability to one defeat the guy that's guarding you, the Jalen Ramsey's of the world, and then you have to have another set of skills to win in the route tree. Hmm. Because the window, the windows are already small, but they become even smaller when you get a better defender on you. And a safety is a, a prowling over top, and a linebacker is underneath. All that kind of stuff comes, you know, comes to play, and, and it makes it a lot more difficult to to work with. But we'll we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens, and uh, we got all season long. Nate, <laughs> BU, Kurt, Shay, they got all year long oh. to figure this thing out. But you guys don't have all year long because we're heading to a break, uh, and then we'll be out of here after that. So stick around, stay with us. We'll talk about Lawrence choosing his pay cut around the NFL. That that other bad man decided to come back. Mm-hmm. Your boy's a prophet. Mike's a prophet. Michael Irvin's a prophet because Michael Irvin said it's different. You be the boss for 22 years on the field, but you ain't the boss at the house. <laughs> so we'll talk Tom Brady returning and some signings around the National Football League. So stick with us. Come right on back. Hang it with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. 
If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. <laughs> Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. We're on our final hour. Uh, I'm going to give some shout-outs. We're going to go through things. But this segment is brought to you by the Cowboys Taco Fest. It's right up your alley right here, Nate. Ooh. Miller Lite proudly presents the first Cowboy Taco Fest at Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium on Saturday, May 7th. That's right off the Winkle. Celebrating Cinco de Mayo, the world-class... Uh-oh, Cinco de Mayo with world-class tacos, drinks, live music, and more. Take advantage early, uh, early bird pricing with tickets as low as $15. Visit SeekGeek.com, the official ticker provider for AT&T Stadium. Let me say something, man. You, you like know, tacos? You put me in a little commercial, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> you don't like tacos? You know, and I sure hate that. I resemble that. <laughs> <laughs> Tacos are overrated to me. No, what? no, they're, no, they're not. Oh, come on. Oh, no, they're okay. not. Now Nate's gonna fight. No, yeah. Not. I'm, now I'm you're really gonna you make me the, people mad. Right I've, I've people. had them in Mexico. I've had them in California. I've had You've them. Not, you I've, must have not had them at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Because they are that, great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just yeah. I'm just saying what I eat. Thank you for thank you for thank you for, for, for making my point legitimate. If, if yeah, you're you, putting Taco Bell on that pedal, so I know that I'm right. That's no, the cheapest no, gas no. right now. <laughs> that is the cheapest gas. Oh. That is the cheapest gas right there. Taco Bell, Nate. I'm just telling you, man. You know, see, see, Jesse, you 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 one of them guys that forgot that you know. You went to college, you got out of college, you was in the pros, you was a security guard, and you forget them late night snacks you used to be going to get. <laughs> Listen, I, I have not forgot. You have not I used to steal. Your taste buds have got a little better. As a security guard, I had the master key, so I, I used to patrol this area called right. the Tobacco Roadhouse in Durham, North Carolina. It's right, right across the street from the Durham Bulls Stadium. So this entire little tobacco roadhouse place, it was a, it was an old tobacco warehouse yeah. mm-hmm. that they gutted and made into an office building, but like kept the historical bricks on the outside. Right. So I yeah. had keys to everything. Right. Uh-oh. So I used to go into the offices and all the offices, sleep on the couch, <laughs> raid refrigerators. I was eating folks' lunch left and right. right. They would probably cuss the folks out the next yeah. day. Like I know I had a whole. I was right. drinking their juice. You don't have the guy in the next queue. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, what's this? It Steady is? gaining weight, man. I still trained though. I still trained right, in the okay. morning. I still trained right. in the morning. But I was eating them snacks at night. Right, right. If you left something good in there, now if you was already eating it, I don't, I don't play like that. Right. But if there was like a you know fresh, if there was a hungry man dinner in there, or you know lasagna or something right. like that, yeah, Karen, that's I mine now. I'm a hungry man, <laughs> Mike, that's mine now, brother. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm taking, and there was a restaurant at the bottom. I used to go in. The only thing about that restaurant, I'm not gonna lie to you. I used to go in there at night with the lights were still off, and you hit them little critters running around there. That scared me a little bit. <laughs> I used to go in there and steal cheesecake right. from the little refrigerator. Man, woo. It's good time. Shout out to Tobacco <laughs> Real House and Ally Barton Security for employing me and letting me steal food from those oh, uh, offices. This quick update around the National Football League. Uh, a quarterback has signed. A quarterback has signed mm-hmm. with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm happy about it. Right. Three quarterbacks have signed. Yeah. Resign, new sign, new sign. Yeah. What Mitchell new trade? Tra- Mitchell Trubisky, former Tar Heel. Oh, that's yeah. the connection. That's why you yeah. like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think. Here's my thing on Mitch. And mother don't you call him Mitch, mother don't you call him Mitchell. But here's my thing on Mitch. People 
give Justin Fields a pass because they say how bad Matt Nagy was as a quarterback slash offensive coordinator. I'm like, cut my boy the same slack because Nagy had him too. Yeah, yeah. So cut my boy some slack, and, and I hope that he gets to go to – uh, to Pittsburgh and be with Mike Tomlin, and he, he turns his career around. Now he got a good coach this, now. So. This is one thing I do know is the Steelers are going to look at this kid and say this is what he can do, this is what he can't do. And they got a running back, and they got, they're going to run the ball. They're going to protect this kid, and they're going to give him throws early in the game. That's going to protect this kid. Now, as the season goes on, they're going to expect him to grow. And uh, I think this kid will be ready because – one thing you don't like as a player, if you got some some grit to you, you don't like to be slapped in the face like he was. Mm-hmm. He was slapped in the face, first round pick, pretty decent kid coming out of college. And, and he'll sudden, never be able to yeah. get over the fact that uh, the Bears moved up, right, past Deshaun Watson, right, past Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Thank you to grab him. That's right. And then you look at it now, you're like, he's always going to have to face that. So unless yeah. he starts winning some championships, it's always going to be. That the Bears moved up past the great Patrick Mahomes right. and, and a really good player in Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah. Talk about two other quarterbacks that got signed. Russell Wilson gets traded yeah. from Seattle to Denver. Is he crazy? See, no, yes. no, 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 no. See, you have always heard me. I don't care where Aaron Rodgers go. I don't care where Tom Brady go. It's going to be success. Yeah. Now. And I've always bragged on Russ, but is he the man? Because now they've given up the world for you. Ain't no excuses. Jesse, Kurt, is he the man? He's got a good team around him, doesn't he? <laughs> I didn't ask that. I did not ask that, Kurt. I asked Tom Brady is the man. Aaron Rodgers is the man. Is our boy Wilson. Is he the man? I think I'd put him quite in that category. Hmm? I, I think he's a hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I <laughs> wouldn't put him quite in I mean, because he, was he the man in Seattle last year? I mean, I don't know if he's – Here's know. my thing. I, I just think when, when Russell was picked, because he had a no-trade clause in his contract, so he could have vetoed any trade that, that was right. happening. I, I just – why would you decide – and I know, I know the, I'm, I'm out of the game, but I'm still a right. competitor, and I get the competitive nature. Right. You got to face Patrick Holmes twice a year, Justin Herbert twice a year, Derek Carr twice a year, and that's just in your division. Yeah, you still got to go through Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Mac Jones. I feel like I'm still missing some people. Yeah, still, you are. You know the AFC is now, now Mitchell mm. Trubisky. I hope he Lamar Jackson when he comes back yeah. healthy. I, I just think like your path to the Super Bowl, but bro, it changes from being in the NFC to the AFC. And the AFC is oh, – I didn't even think about well, Matthew Stafford. It's lit. Of all the play, I'm like, did you, did, you, did you survey the landscape and say this is the place you want to go with all the quarterbacks that are in that yeah. division that you have to compete with week in and week out? So, I, I mean, I think he's the mm. – I don't I think he likes the team he's going to have around him. And he, I, like, he's a competitor, like you said. He wants to show that he can – Run with those guys. Yeah, sometimes like run with the Super Bowl. I would have pulled a, 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 pull a LeBron James like he did his first seven, eight years. He he wasn't leaving the East. He knew that was an easy route. That was an easy route yeah. to the playoffs, yeah. to the championship. Yeah, <laughs> he had to play hard until he I'm, got in the finals. Just thank goodness he didn't accept that 
trade to Washington. That would have been that would have been better. Well, for him and not for us. So. No, not not for us. No, no, no. Mm. Uh, so he's the he's a, and you got him where. Is he the man or is he the, No, I think he's just below the man. Okay, he's kind of okay. so he's, like he's the ma? Well, yeah, I, I'm saying know. he's the ma? I'm yeah, saying he's the I mm. guess so. I mean, he's not in oh, the okay. top, top, top tier, okay. but he's kind of that next rung. Okay. Like he, next? I, I mean, when you look at AFC, like where does he fit? I still think Patrick Mahomes is the standard in the AFC. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think Josh Allen falls right under him. Yes. I like this Herbert kid, Herbert's man. Herbert's good, yeah. I, I, I think this kid is about to be – the you ain't even talking about the quarterback that made it to the Super Bowl. It's Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Burrow. yeah. Like, where does Russ fit in that, you know, in the, in the order of operation? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, you in church, boy. I'm preaching? Oh, uh, church loves Herbert. Like, yeah. I, I mean, oh. has, has lost money on Herbert against Burrow. I think I think this kid has something Unique yeah. man, he's he's getting ready. He got his receivers back. They decide Mike Williams, so that's gonna be yeah. that's that's gonna be uh, a killer. One another guy that the Seattle Seahawks released was Bobby Wagner. Yeah, is there a chance? <laughs> is Looks there like a, a no from Nate? There's a, there's a relationship there with Dan Quinn back when he was with the Legion of Boom. Is there know. a chance? I never buy into the. Ooh, I'm going to take a discount to go with this guy or that guy. I mean, in the end, I think it's the money talks. Now, I don't know if the Cowboys want to spend a bunch of money on an aging linebacker. Before we go there. Okay. An aging linebacker that led the league in tackles last year. That's true. I mean, he's good. Now, he's before, good. Before, no, before he's we good. go there, the before we go there, y'all don't want to talk about the man who resigned at quarterback. Y'all just forgot about the man. No, that, we knew that was going to happen. Tom Brady signed. <laughs> Tom Brady came out of retirement and signed back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, I gotta, I'm going to give the man his respect. Uh, while we're and, on quarterbacks, does that Wentz going to Washington worry you at all? He ain't even a uh, He ain't yeah. even a uh, well, I know he's down. What, he's, what, is I mean, he, he's, what is he, Jess? Give him, give he's him not a even title. a top 10 quarterback, but I'm just saying the fact like that they might have a guy. What's the, what's the name of the Washington team? The yeah. Commanders. Commanders. That's just how much Almost. I think of him. I'd have, I'd have forgot their last name. They, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, he, he's teared on that Gooch line. <laughs> <laughs> he's not all the way quite the booty juice yet. He's yeah. in the Gooch, though. <laughs> he is in, oh, no. He's the in gooch the Gooch. Line. He's in the Gooch line. He's in the Gooch line. And, I, you know, when he went to, when he left Philly, because sometimes. When he left Philly, I, I had high hopes. I did, too. I had high hopes. Because I, I thought to lie. myself, all right, this guy was, before the injury, he was. Yeah. An MVP candidate. Yeah, he was right there. And I'm like, that has to be somewhere still left in him. Right. I thought, okay, I'm reunited back with my boy, Frank Wright. He going to get my mind back right, get me back where I need to be because he knows me. Goes to your point, Nate, I mean, uh, uh, Kurt, where you don't believe in sometimes yeah. the coach, uh, you know, relationship that mm-hmm. might get you out of there. And then he went to the Colts and – he and went, your boy said no more. His man, yeah, yeah. Frank yeah. said, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. I got, said, I my window is open. Yeah, yeah. My window is open. You know, he, he made a fool of me. Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, I have no hope. I have no hope no. that he's going to come in and be anything They're going to hand that dangerous. ball off. He's going to hand that ball off to I mean, he'll be better than Heineke, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I think he'd be better, maybe. Well, we talked on the last show uh, on the Players' Lounge that – the um, Washington, the Washington Commanders, uh, winning the Super Bowl actually went 
down when they signed Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> like his wow. their odds. I think so. Wow. The odds wow. went down to win. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, wow. tell me that now. Now, now, since we we this last guy y'all talked about, wow. But uh, you know what? Wagner is a year older. Yeah. He can't cover like he used to. And I don't think he can rush the passer like he used to. Now, Coach Quinn and some of his guys probably can text me and say, Nate, you don't know what you're talking about, and then I'll be happy. I mean, <laughs> I'll be happy. But 31? I don't think, yeah, but he – 31 and a used 31. 30, 32 by the time. Yeah, that's yeah. like going out buying uh, – uh, uh, He could be like a Honda, though. Bro, it's like going out buying a 20 – It's like going out buying a 2020. Honda. It's like going out buying a 2020 BMW – but in four years, you don't put 100,000 miles. <laughs> but if it's a Honda. You put him in the middle and play Parsons at the week. Well, you could do that, and that gives you more ability if you're not going to bring back Tank. I can use Micah as the linebacker. Yep. I can mm. use Micah as the Russian. You can get as creative as you want. You can get Wagner would turn into an average dude if they don't get no horses up front. I promise you now. Okay. He's at that stage in mm-hmm. his career because one thing I think that coach at the uh, Seahawks, he loves his defensive players. And, Pete Carroll. And Pete Carroll loves these guys. And Wagner is one of his. If it was, it, it was just time to go, man. And, and, and money, money was too much. Money was too much, bro. And he's – He's not an average player. He's smart. He's savvy. Yeah. He's still got some some kick to him, but not as much as everybody thinks. I think he can definitely contribute. It's just to yeah. how long and how much is it going to be. Yeah, there you go. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Well, is he made, the man? He, he made $84 million, so maybe you will take it. I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah. All I'm saying is y'all did not give my boy the man call, and I hate that. Well, are so you calling? Him the, are him. you calling him the man? No, sure not. <laughs> so why are you getting <laughs> yeah. calling him the man? Because you're supposed to know more when it comes <laughs> okay, to quarterback. Then that's why I'm not giving him the man call. There's still something that he got to prove in Denver. But uh, uh, we are all the men, and our time here as men has come to an end. So when we must- Peyton went there. You knew some great things was going to happen. I just don't feel that same way. When Peyton went to Denver, I'm like, yeah, boy, they're the top three. I ain't feeling that about no. Russ for some reason. Mm. I'm not. Well, he said he's Mr. Unlimited, so we're going to find out yeah. just how. I know Sierra got to be sick, though. She's like, I'm trying to get back to New York. or to, <laughs> I'm trying to get to L.A. or back to Atlanta, uh, and you keep you keep detouring me. Now I got to go to cold Denver? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, Sierra, if you ever get cold and want to come stay in Texas, nah. you can, you can, I'm just saying I'll just keep <laughs> you warm until my Russ is – Playing. Stop, stop. That ain't a trailer stop. park girl there. Stop. You better watch that. That ain't no trailer park girl. That's, that's, <laughs> fine. that's fine wine stop. and limousine right there. Jesse was doing a hell of a job Ooh. hosting. Now he right. went off the rails. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Before I go, shout out to my guy Val Martinez from Harlingen. I've, I've been to Harlingen a couple times. Last time I went to Harlingen, I won't tell you about that. Went to Harlingen a couple times. <laughs> uh, it's the Rio Grande Valley, man. He the said, he, park he's, story. Yeah, he's a big fan of the number one show. Keep up the hard work, guys. So, my guy Val from Harlingen, we appreciate your love, man. To Kurt. Yes, sir. To Nate. To Chris back that in the booth. not give my man Russell the man call. You wow. didn't even. Wow, To man. Chris back in the booth holding us down. To bro Will trying to sabotage us every single week. To everybody else that's involved. <laughs> I am your boy, Jesse Holly. This is Hanging with the Boys, and we'll see you next week. We out.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!